Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. to as the time of the Gentiles, this season where the message is being directed primarily to the Gentile people. He's like, this, this is going to come to a conclusion. The day is coming when the very last non-Jewish person will have responded to the gospel, made a decision, and, and that'll be it. And at that point, I believe the rapture of the church will take place. The time of the Gentile window is closing. Today, you learn from Pastor Robert's message that God is not done with the Jews. He has blinded their eyes only for a time in hopes to give every Gentile an opportunity to come to Christ. Once the last Gentile has received Jesus, the Gentile window will close and the Jews' eyes will be unveiled. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans, chapter 11, as he begins his message, God's Plan for Israel. We've been working our way through the book of Romans together, and the section that we're in right now has been focused on how God's brilliant plan of redemption began with the Jews. God revealed himself first to the Jews. But when the Jewish leadership rejected the Messiah that God had sent back there in the, in the first century in Jerusalem, the leadership that was in place at that time didn't recognize their Messiah. And, and so the Apostle Paul has explained that as a consequence of, of their rejection of the Messiah, as a consequence of their disobedience at that point in time and, and others, but specifically at that moment in history, then God redirected the messengers into the Gentile world with this good news concerning God's plan for humanity. And the Apostle Paul has been explaining that the plan was always for all of humanity, not just for the Jewish people, but, but that this redirection, that it, that it wasn't a complete and permanent rejection of Israel, it was more like a temporary redirection of his communication emphasis. In other words, it's not that the gospel was no longer available to the Jewish people. It was, it was more that now the emphasis of communicating the message was directed toward the Gentile people. God began to educate and invite the peoples of the world who had not previously been invited to come and, and be included in his household, be included at his table, if you will. And in Romans eleven twenty five, 25, the apostle Paul wrote, for I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion. 
that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. So, so the Apostle Paul, he, he says, listen, I don't want you to miss this. I don't want you to be ignorant of this mystery. Because if, if, if you're ignorant of this mystery, if, if you miss this, then you're going to think a little too highly of yourself. You're going to think that, okay, you know, Israel was disobedient, and so now God has replaced them with us. He's like, no, 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 don't, I don't want you to get the wrong impression. I don't want you to be wise in your own opinion. The mystery that I don't want you to miss is that blindness in part, not a complete blindness, blindness in part has happened to Israel until, it's not permanent, until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. So for those of you who take notes, point number one out of the three that I'll give you, the Jewish people have been subjected to a spiritual blindness, which is partial and temporary. Blindness in part until the fullness of the Gentiles. Now, see, Paul reminds us in this section, in this passage, that he himself is Jewish, and, and he's not blind. And we know he was blinded at one point. If you remember the story, when he first got saved, God blinded him. You know, it's kind of a confrontation of his blindness, if you will. But he's like, you know, I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm following Jesus. It's not that all Israel is blind. And, and, and we mustn't miss the fact that the Bible makes it clear here that at some point, this comes to a conclusion. It's temporary. That what is referred to as the time of the Gentiles, this season where the message is being directed primarily to the Gentile people, he's like, this, this is going to come to a conclusion. The day is coming when the very last non-Jewish person will have responded to the gospel, made a decision, and that'll be it. And at that point, I believe the rapture of the church will take place. When, when this time of the Gentiles is completed, then I believe the trumpet will blow and Jesus will catch the church up to be with him. And so verse 26 of Romans chapter 11 continues, and so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come out of Zion and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Now, he's, he's pointing to something specific. Paul is, is, is pointing us to the fact that God has promised prophetically, he promised the Jewish people through the prophets that one day this deliverer would come out of Zion. And he says he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. So this is not talking about forgiveness. I mean, forgiveness is included in this, but what he's talking about is the purification from sin. He says, I will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. In other words, the, the people of Israel will be purged of sin at this point. Now, that's not going to happen on this side of glory. This is a promise that something that's going to happen at the very end. He said, this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. You see, there's a, there's a period of time coming, a seven-year period of tribulation, and Jesus said that it's going to be the worst period for human beings in all of human history. It's going to be the absolute worst time to be on planet Earth. That seven-year period of tribulation, which Jeremiah chapter 30 refers to as the time of Jacob's trouble. At the end of that seven-year period of time, Jesus is physically returning to planet Earth. Now, there are people that want to argue that this is, you know, I believe the Bible's clear. He's physically coming back at the end of that seven-year period. I believe the Bible teaches that those of us who are the church, who have been raptured and caught up to be with him in the air, as it talks about in Thessalonians, we're going to be with him when he comes back. 
and he will establish on the earth a kingdom that will last for a thousand years. Physical kingdom headquartered in Jerusalem that will last a thousand years. That's what the Bible teaches. Now, see, I believe that the way this is going to go down is that when that rapture takes place, as it says again in Thessalonians, the trumpet's going to blow, there's going to be this catching up of those who love him and and who know him and are known by him, at that moment, Paul says, you know, in, in the twinkling of an eye, we're going to all be changed. But most of the world is not going to know what happened. I believe, though, that the Jewish people who are alive at that point probably will. I think they're going to see it. I don't think most of the people of the earth are going to see it happen. But I think the Jewish people will. I think they're literally going to see it happen and therefore recognize their mistake and at that point, turn to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look on me whom they pierced. I believe they're going to see him at that moment and realize, oh, no, they were right. And there will be repentance in Israel. He says, yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son, and grieve for him as one grieves for a firstborn. In that day there shall be a great mourning in Jerusalem, like the mourning at Hadad Ramon in the plain of Megiddo. And the land shall mourn every family by itself, the family of the house of David by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Nathan by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Levi, the family of Shimei. He goes through this because he wants us to understand this is not figurative, and he's not talking about, you know, this spiritual Israel, the Christians who've been grafted in, whatever. No, no, no. He's, what he's saying is that, that the people of Israel, people of Jerusalem, the people of these families, these tribes of Israel, they're going to wake up, they're going to see the one that they crucified, the one they pierced, and they're going to grieve. Verse 1 of chapter 13, again in Zechariah. In that day a fountain shall be opened for the house of David and for the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. It's washing that's going to take place. His love is the main thing. glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio.